Health and Wellbeing, and we welcome along naturopath Lisa Picton with us this afternoon. Now, Lisa, for many, many years you worked in a pharmacy. That's and right, then yes. you came across into uh, uh, the, uh, alternative medicine and alternative herbs and that, and then you actually became a naturopath. How long ago would that have been for you? Oh, that was probably about five or six years ago now. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. led you to do that? Uh, working within the pharmacy, um, running a um, natural health um, and vitamin section. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, don't do things half-heartedly. Yeah. Let's so learn it all the way. Has that been something that's happened in recent times? Pharmacies have actually welcomed in this new section? Oh, definitely. It's getting, um, yeah, much more prominent. People want good advice, solid yeah. advice. So you, you yeah. need to have a naturopath on the floor for sure. And the smart thing to do is you're working with all these different uh, herbs and, and you've got to find out what they are. That's right. So yeah. that's why so you did learn the course. It. Yeah. Learn it, yeah. And now you're with Mullen Health. That's right. So now I can just concentrate on being a naturopath. And, okay. Yeah. What area in uh, alternative medicine do you really like? Is there an area that really appeals to you? Uh, yeah, I'm really interested in um, male and female fertility, okay. things like that. So, you know, helping the young girls through um, premenstrual syndrome, things like that. In uh, recent times, it's become more and more of an issue, hasn't uh, it? Definitely. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. When we look at the different foods and, and, and what have you that are out there, um, yeah, hormones yeah. And, and young girls, yeah. Now, our topic today, we're looking at allergies versus intolerances. What is the difference? You're going That's to right. lead off with allergies, and let us know a little bit about that first. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, so what is an allergy? Um, yeah. And there is there is quite a difference. So an allergy is an immediate response. So that's um, where the body actually looks at a substance that you've come in contact with, and it decides that it's harmful. So it gives you an immediate, what we call IG. E response. Mm -hmm. So generally, bee sting, you know, you'll have yeah. a welt, um, you know, to a bit of itchiness, reddening, right through to it could be anaphylactic. So you can, it can be quite they life threatening. They can be life threatening, threatening yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, they're not to be mucked around with. No. So, and they can be from, like I said, any. Any extreme like Even that. Even the peanut allergy is very, very serious. Oh, definitely, definitely mm. serious. So um, that one there can, because you are actually ingesting that, that can actually close your throat up quite quickly. And it's incredible how many food particles and products nowadays have nuts or... or that's Forms right. Of nuts in them. Absolutely, there is, and 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 there's a lot. Uh, it's a lot stricter at the moment now. Like when you actually buy something to read the ingredients, um, nuts. If there's peanuts, if there's nuts, tree mm. nuts, anything, it'll be on the label. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it fair to say, Lisa, that in recent years we've become more and more like allergy have become more a part of our lives? Like if we look back at the '60s and '70s, that wasn't is as great as what it is now. Is that fair to say? Oh, definitely fair to say. Uh, I think it's much more pre pre prevalent, sorry, yeah. at the moment. Um, so I don't know about you, but I took peanut butter sandwiches yeah. to school. loved them. I loved them too. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably on white bread as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, these days, yeah, it's very strict on what you can and can't take to school. Um, so, yeah, I think it's got a big impact on um, diet, food. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what are the most common food allergens that we should be aware of? So the most common food allergens or food um, I'm sorry, yeah, food allergens for allergy will be cow's milk. Mm -hmm. It's definitely like your dairy component. Eggs are a big one, um, and that can be whole eggs yes. um, separate. Um, peanuts and tree nuts. I mean, we all know about the peanut allergy. Um, shellfish, um, sesame, soy, fish, wheat. So they're all, um, they all fall into that. Um, will it give me a rash? Will it bloat me? Or will I, you know... Can, Stop can, breathing. Can, and if we look at it as the younger ones, can our young ones actually have a combination of these 
that affect their bodies? Oh, absolutely. Not just the one that's not just maybe their lactose, but it can be other things. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So you can definitely have more than and more than one allergy. To that must things. make it so difficult. Uh, for for parents yes. bringing up poor yeah. little young children, yeah, like if that. If you think about it, if you're lactose and then you also have trouble with wheat, that makes it double so banger. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. just a, a combination of two there. There's that's many right. others that can be considered. Yeah, and they also come into um, intolerances, which we'll talk about as well. Um, allergy testing can be done yeah. through through your GP or your specialist and things like that. They'll do a blood test or they'll do a skin prick yes. and that brings up that immediate response. What can some them. of the things be, Lisa, that lead you to think, oh, we better go and have them tested? Yeah, so for allergies, definitely that, um, you know, like I've just been bitten by something or I've been yeah. rolling around in the grass. That's the other things that, you know, um, external things can be grass pollens. Um, or a food pe- that maybe they're eating that makes them feel uncomfortable, nauseous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That could be a sign. That could be a sign of um, um, an allergy or an intolerance. Yeah, 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 yeah for okay. sure. Now, it's not just the foods that we, we eat and we, we, uh, we have in our body, but yeah. common environmental allergens around us. What should we be concerned about around us? Yeah, so um, if you are a bit high, um, hypersensitive, uh, dust mites are, are a very prominent yeah. one. That one um, gets a lot of people, especially with asthma, an asthma-eczema sort yes. of link. Um, pollens from the grass and trees, like rolling around, kids playing in the schoolyard and things like that will often welt up, rash up, hmm. things like that. Um, pet, animal... Dander, like you know, kids and, and we all love to cuddle our yeah, pets. But if do. you're allergic to um, fur, yeah, you uh, probably will have shortness of breath and yeah. maybe skin rashes and mold spores. I mean, you know, sometimes you, we, we don't even see that, so it can take a while, or you don't even think of mold spores. Uh, sorry, mold spores yeah. um, until you're actually tested. We had a good talk about allergies there. Let's try and establish now what intolerances are, please, Lisa. Okay, so where we um, have the difference between an allergy and the intolerance, mm-hmm. the allergy, like I said, was the immediate response, IgE response. Um, a food intolerance is more of a built-up response, um, so not so um, not so life-threatening, yeah. um, but can be very debilitating on a daily basis. So we're looking at an IgG response. Do more one. people, does it seem more people suffer from allergies or intolerances? Well, I would probably see more people with intolerances yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah within. So, now, with mm-hmm. an intolerance, do you try and shift them away from what the food is or what it is? Absolutely. That's yeah. the, the yeah. name of the game. Yeah. So, so actually looking at um, finding out what is actually causing it. Yeah. A lot of people will live with intolerances on a daily basis for you know, most of their life and really not know how, what it is like to nor- how a normal bowel movement it is, things like yeah. that. So right through to giving you IBS, um, bloating, distension, things like that. People just think, oh, it's normal. Now, Lisa, had it all the time. How many people in Australia would suffer with food intolerances? Oh, you're looking at about 17% of Australians. So we'll be looking at, you know, nearly 4 million wow. people. Yeah, that's <laughs> in, a lot. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Now, and uh, does the intolerance work in with your immune system? Definitely. So the intolerance, uh, like an allergy, is an immune response. So too is your um, your. Um, sorry, intolerance. So the body still sees it as something that shouldn't be there. It's something that's wrong. Um, So it's actually putting out a different response to to deal with it, though. So can an intolerance be frustrating for a parent? Because at least with the allergy, straight away, as you mentioned, you had that response. But with the intolerance, you could go out and have lunch with the child, and it could be maybe a few hours later, three or four hours later, that the intolerance starts to appear. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Uh, And this is where I, I really feel for a lot of parents so um, foods and additives things like that can um, play havoc with children and their 
behaviour yeah. um, and f- it can go on for years before, you know, they, they might be tested and find out it was one food group that caused that. Now, if, it, if, you, if mm. there is an intolerance and we're suspecting there could be an intolerance, what are some of the symptoms that we should be looking for? Right, so your symptoms for, um, for intoler- intolerances are usually, like I said, not as, as life-threatening as an allergy, but you could have like chronic stomach pains, aches, bloating, you can get irritable bowel, which is, you know, swinging between constipation and mm-hmm. diarrhea. Um, you can have reoccurring infections, headaches, migraines, constant migraines, um, skin rashes and hives, wow. same as an allergy, but, you know, may yeah. not be as severe. Yeah. Um, and they can also trigger asthma and eczema, eczema mm. you know, reactions. Now, with the intolerance, uh, if it's not treated, what will happen with the intolerance? Will it stay with the person that it's affecting and then will it dissipate or...? don't know about it dissipating so um generally the intolerance will stay with the person and as i said it's like a build-up so um for instance if we use a gluten intolerance for an example this is very prevalent at the moment um so you might have cereal for breakfast um piece of toast then you might have a sandwich for lunch um in the evening you might have a nice creamy pasta you're just sort of loading and loading Mm. and loading the wheat the gluten um so maybe if you just had that breakfast cereal you know, not so bad. Um, but by the time you get to the end of the day and you've loaded, 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 you could be sitting around with a very tight abdomen, distension, bloating, flatulence, all those nasty things. And and yeah. you mentioned with allergies, we can test for that. Absolutely. How do we test and how do we find out if it's an intolerance? So with intolerances, yeah, we, we do a, a different test. It's still a blood test. Um, so And it's an IgG response test. So um, the food detective food intolerance test will actually test for 43 different food groups. And we I use this one pretty much on a daily basis with, with clients. Yeah, and then as, as we mentioned a moment ago, if you find that, okay, it looks like it's a wheat intolerance mm-hmm. or a lactose intolerance to milk and that, Let's you then it. move that out of the diet that's right, and yep. the intolerance should disappear. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. That's the main thing. So removing it, letting the gut heal. Gut cells will heal. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely the only way to get rid of it. Now, Lisa, children may present other signs and symptoms. What, what can they be? Yeah, so this is where we say, like, food has a big impact. So the actual br- um, gut-to-the-brain message that it can send out. Um, so in little babies, they can have colic. Um, as they get a bit older, they can be quite hyperactive, yeah. um, have poor concentration in school, poor memory. Um, they can be classed as ADD or ADHD. Um, fibromyalgia is another thing that they can get so really aching muscles so kids will often complain about um, their legs being sore their their muscles being yeah. sore um, bedwetting is another sign and symptom so rashes around the mouth is the first thing that I'd be looking for for allergy or, or a um, intolerance um, you can get chronic runny nose dark rings under the eyes uh, red cheeks, red ears those mm. sort of things. Now, with, when it comes to uh, food intolerances, in this day and age, we've moved away a lot from, you know, the home-cooked, home-prepared food to what's easy to grab on the go, maybe a fast food. And a lot of the foods nowadays are leading towards having preservatives in them. Yes, that's right. So your preservatives, your colours, um, yeah. All additives. Those additives, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, um, they can all play havoc if you've got a very sensitive um, child um, or an adult. Um, but it is basically going back to that, you know, if it wasn't around 50 years ago or even these days like 100 years ago, 
We shouldn't be eating it. Yeah. It's not would, food. Would a, would a parent of a child with an intolerance or even a, a, an adult with an intolerance get to know what you have to look out for with these additives? Because they all have certain numbers in that, don't they? Yeah, make it very confusing, don't they? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they, they, if, they're, if they are allergic to a certain particular number, group, colour, things like that, um, they are labelled. Yeah. They should read the labels and, yeah, and, and avoid them. Now, something that we need to be aware of, this is a great tip for adults and parents, is the Food Detective Food Intolerance Test. Can you tell us some more about that? Yeah, so this one here is quite a simple test. So it's a little pinprick, a um, little bit of blood, and it's a 40-minute test. And it, like I said, it tests for 43 different food groups. So often we'll use things like the elimination diet and what have you, but when you've got parents with children that are a bit out of control, fussy eaters, things like that, it's really hard. It takes mm. a lot of time, effort. You know, and you're removing foods and then you're reintroducing them. This way, it's straight in there. We, we do the test. Within 40 minutes, we know what foods we want to take out of the diet. That's great. And then the gut can start to heal. Some help is there. That help is the is best Help is definitely news. there. Now, we've been talking about allergies. We've been talking about intolerances. Uh, what can we do? There is some help there on the way that you can suggest for us. Yeah, so we like to look at um, natural, some natural um, help along the way, looking at the cause. So the first thing was if it's an intolerance, find out what it is, remove it. Gut cells regenerate quite quickly, so giving it a bit of a break um, will help that heal. Proper probiotics that um, are specific, like strain-specific. Yes. So I like to use one that's called LGG. It's mm -hmm. a really good one for inflammation, allergies, uh, right through for, to eczema and asthma. Relief. That covers quite a lot too. That covers and, quite a lot from the gut. they are very prominent, those ones that you just mentioned there, aren't they? They are, unfortunately, yeah. and there is that link, and it just goes to show again, you know, it comes from the gut. A lot of yeah. things come from the gut. Yeah, so. yeah, and they form quite a problem and make you very uncomfortable. Very, yeah, yeah. very. Um, other things that we can use are things like even simple vitamin C. I think, you know, vitamin C is something that probably we should all be on. Yes. Um, but it actually acts as a natural antihistamine Great. as well. So that can help with um, relieving things like that. There's also some herbs that we can use um, that, again, act as natural antihistamines. Um, with a, a, an allergy response or a severe allergy response, you don't muck around with that. If you carry an EpiPen, if you oh, have responses yeah. like that, yeah, you carry your EpiPen, you use your EpiPen. That's quite serious. And, and if we can just reflect on that for a moment, if you mm. have an EpiPen, is there a way of letting people know? Oh, definitely. Should you have a, a necklace or, or a bracelet or something? Is there something that people can look at and say someone's just collapsed as a problem? Yeah, absolutely. Anyone that um, has a severe reaction, a life-threatening reaction from anything should always have um, a medic alert, yeah. bracelet or necklace. Um, they can state what it is um, and they can state you know, that they carry yeah. the EpiPen. And it's a difference in time in helping to uh, alert quicker, what the problem is that's right. and help yeah. you straight away. That's with right. It, yeah. The quicker, the better. Okay. Now, at Mullen Health, each week we tell people it's not just talking on the radio here because there is some blogs that are created that we can go and have a read of on the website. Yeah, that's right. And Peter's got some of those organised for this very topic. He has. He has, yes. So there is one that's called um, The Difference Between Allergies and Intolerances. Yes. So it'll go over most of the things that I've talked about today in there. Um, there's also another one... Um, for reducing the risk of allergies and um, intolerances naturally. And they're easy to find. All you have to do is go to www.mullenhealth.com.au and you can uh, go to the, uh, the information there and check out all the blogs and that information is there today. Is there a talk coming up soon on this topic? Definitely is. So next week, so July the 12th, um, Peter will be um, putting on a free talk at... Um, at 
yeah, where, where we normally have that information. That's you can right, find yeah. out about that. If you'd like to know more details about that, of course, you can call Mullen Health. All the information is there. That one's coming up next week. That's the 12th of July. 12th of July, And yeah. that will be reduce the risk of allergies naturally. That's the one. Which more or less goes along the lines of what you've spoken about today. Yes, yeah. it does, yes. Now, one of the things that we spoke about today is if anyone's in doubt, get the testing done. We can find out more information by calling Mullen Health about the testing also. Yes, they can. Um, uh, they're welcome to ring up and have a free 15-minute yeah. um, chat with one of us naturopaths. Yeah. Um, always available. That would be great. And, of course, next week Peter will be back here with us. He will be, yes. <laughs> we'll look forward to that. Thank you so much for today. You did really well, Lisa. Uh, thanks for nervous. having me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We hope to have you again in the future on the program. It'd be great. Oh, that'd be lovely. Yeah. Thank you very much. Health and wellbeing today. Great to have naturopath Lisa Picton with us in our topic, Allergies versus Intolerances. And we do this, of course, every Tuesday from midday to around about 12.40. We love to have your company here at 2 and URFM.